and welcome to the hello hi alexa <laughs> hey alexa um, can i just producer we don't have any visual on our screen so oh, I can't so see sad. Alexa. Yeah, we want to see your beautiful face. <laughs> I want to see Alexa's beautiful face. But we can introduce things in the yes, meantime. in the meantime. So, Alexa, hi. How are you? Hello. I'm good. You. You so, sound beautiful. Bob, you sound beautiful. <laughs> both, both, both of you, you, you actually look beautiful, girl. Oh, Aww. thank you, Alexa. So I'm just going to run through what we're doing here. Yes. Um, this is the Rebel Daily live stream at noon Eastern time. We do it every weekday. Uh, Nat and I don't get to do it that often no. anymore because we have our own show. So, yeah. you know. But Alexa's a, a staple, a constant staple. Yes, yes. Um, my name is Catherine. I'm Nat. And of course, we have beautiful Alexa Lavoie the joining us. Famous from Alexa. <laughs> Very famous Alexa cool. joining us from Quebec. Um, so, just a few housekeeping items. We are on, we are live right now on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, Super U. And there's another one. Getter. Getter. Getter mm -hmm. done. But, uh, at some point, if this show becomes too spicy, we're going to switch over to the other platforms because YouTube has some rules about some stuff. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. So, but for now, you're safe. And if we do uh, move over, we'll let you know. And then you can join us on those other platforms. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Should we start things off by just maybe doing a little store promo? Yes. You know, it might be a little late for your items to ship in time for Father's Day, but we have a fresh line of Father's Day merch. And right now, you can get uh, we'll buy one item, get another for 25% off using the code DAD25 at checkout. Mm -hmm. So go to the rebelnewsstore.com or rebelnewsstore.com actually and just check out the merch. It's really cute. And it there's, is cute. There's also misunderstood merch if you want something more feminine. Yeah. But basically, just go get your dad something because he deserves it. He does deserve it. He deserves it. Um, and there's also Canada Day stuff that's going to be. Yes, we're going to be we're going to have a Canada Day promo launching, I think, on Monday. So stay tuned for more updates Thanks then. But, but, you know, browse the merch because the Canada Day collection is already live on the site. And it, there's some really cute it's designs. It's super cute. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rebel News, in partnership with some of our more talented editors, has has already been doing a bunch of um, screenings of Trucker Rebellion. Yes. The story of the Coots blockade. Um, there's another screening tonight at Church in the Vine in Edmonton. Edmonton. Thank you, Nat. Yes. Um, and then on June 21st here in Toronto, we're going to have the very first screening in Toronto yes. of Trucker Rebellion. And we're I think we're going to have our very good friend and director, Ooh. Kean Simone, coming in for that. So he I think he'll be doing Q&A. Yes, he will. He will. With Ezra Levant, the yes, one and only. Obviously, yes. Ezra will be there. Uh, Nat and I will be there. Yeah, we will. So Alexa, come say hello. Pardon? Are, are you, you coming? coming? <laughs> are you coming to the Trucker Rebellion <laughs> screening in Toronto? Uh, I I just like look at you guys, girls, like just talking with to each other. I was like, I'm actually look like a figurine that I'm not talking and I'm in the middle. <laughs> uh, no, I can't. Uh, uh, obviously, like I'm moving home uh, for being closer for being uh, in the middle of the action. So um, uh. unfortunately, as Canada know. Quebec move all in the same day, the 1st of July. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. So if you go uh, on in Quebec on the 1st of July, you will see moving truck everywhere because everybody move <laughs> on the same day. Oh. Wow. That sounds Why hectic. That? Why is that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just because, uh, as you know, when, when you're moving, you sign like a bill, like a contract with yeah. the... Uh, but they all start on the 1st of July and they all end up on the 30th of June or 31 of Crazy. June. Crazy. Um, 
And it's how it's working for Quebec. It's why like it's really difficult to move because all the truck is already rent and no it costs a really high price. No that, kidding. Yeah. That sounds nightmare. So you're moving. Yeah, yeah, so we are moving. So we are not celebrating uh, really uh, Canada Day because everybody is moving on that day. So, um, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. So you will not be in Toronto <laughs> because okay. you're busy. But okay. if you guys listening want to, are in the Toronto area and want to get your tickets to Trucker Rebellion, go to truckerdocumentary.com to buy your tickets today. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I haven't seen it. Me either. I'm excited. Have you seen it, Alexa? Trucker documentary? I actually watch a part of it with my mom. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. I'm excited to see it. That's awesome. So should it's we actually insane? It's really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we're looking forward. Yeah, to it. I mean, we were all following along during the action, and obviously, as everyone knows, uh, Alexa, you were in Ottawa for the at the same time yeah. in the Ottawa yeah. protest. And I mean, what would you call it? Protest party? Yeah. Hangout. I mean, it wasn't a party for you. You got shot. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it was a mix of everything. I think uh, at the end, it was more like a, a Goliath village. Uh, like some people have put like some mailbox where they, they had their trucks. Wow. Just to tell like they are not going anywhere. So uh, it was kind of protest, but um, not a permanent protest, but a as permanent protest, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say. It was a statement. <laughs> yeah. And I, I truly believe that what happened there is to is uh is why we're so we're enjoying so many freedoms now that we weren't enjoying yes. before. And you know, you can chalk it up to lots of things. Like people will say it's because more people are vaccinated, you know, whatever. You can say that it's because there's this it's the summer now and there's yeah. less infections. I would yeah. argue that last summer we were literally in a state uh what was it it was um the stay-at-home orders yeah <laughs> so yeah. i think i really truly do uh thank the truckers for yes. the freedoms that we're enjoying now and for people like you who were on the ground i went for one weekend and was out there for like maybe four hours and was like i'm good that's yeah. good it was so yeah, you, cool you like, are hardcore girl yeah, you're mm-hmm. so hardcore you are hardcore Much respect so should we talk about, should we get into maybe some of our items? Yes. I'm delaying because um, yes. we can't see the screen. We cannot <laughs> see the screen, clip. Alexa. <laughs> yeah, but, but Alexa can no. see it. But and we can wing it. We can listen. We can listen. We're professionals. I see you, girl, me. So that's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Let's play the first clip then. All that's right, perfect. great. So um, this is about YouTube pushing back against Bill C-11, which... As you, you know, Alexa, you'll know, and our viewers will probably know, is this internet censorship bill that is going to harm uh, content creators like ourselves. Yes. So let's let's mm-hmm. turn to that clip now. Hey everyone, it's Brandon from the Brandon Gona Show, and I'm working with YouTube to share an update on some new legislation in the works in Canada. It's called the Online Streaming Act, or Bill C-11. Here are the impacts that C11 could have on creators and users in Canada. It can determine how content appears on YouTube, including the homepage and watch next section. Plus a regulator could force artificial promotion of some creators and content over others, which could impact how content reaches global audiences and could hurt views and revenue. Now, if this bill passes, it could have a huge impact on recommendations on YouTube, which means potentially a big change for Canadian viewers and creators like you and me. Now, to break down what this means, let's bring in Todd Beaupre, a director of product at YouTube whose team helps manage what videos come your way on your home feed. 
Todd, let's talk about recommendations as they work now on YouTube. What are the basics we need to know? Hey, Brandon, great to be chatting with you. Uh, so our recommendations are a really key part of our YouTube viewer experience. And we've designed them to really help viewers find videos that they would enjoy watching based on what each viewer is interested in. And we wanna help them discover creators and channels that are gonna be really interesting to them. It's kind of like uh, if you go to the library and you have a librarian there to help you find the next book that you might enjoy reading based on other books that you've read. So let's talk about how exactly this bill might play out on YouTube. Basically, we know a regulator could make YouTube show a certain amount of Canadian videos to Canadians. So does that mean you'd have to change the recommendation system? So first, let me tell you a little bit about how the recommendation system works today. So we collect a lot of feedback from viewers in the form of like looking at what they watch, what they don't watch, how long they watch it, whether they click like or dislike, really aim to recommend the best videos to each viewer based on their personal interests. And so as part of that, we aim to recommend Canadian creators to both Canadian viewers as well as viewers around the world who are interested in that sort of content or content similar to it, regardless of wh whether the video was uploaded in Canada or somewhere around the world. And by doing this, we're able to maximize the audience for Canadian creators. Okay, so if Canadians get artificially served up Canadian content, what happens to the systems? So what would happen is we'd end up uh, mismatching viewers to videos that they would be most interested in. In the space of Canadian content creators, we would be showing their videos to people who would be less interested than other videos. And what that ends up meaning is the reaction from those viewers is likely to be that they're less likely to click on those videos. If they do click on the videos, they, they would be less likely to like them or maybe they would uh, dislike them or watch right, them a lot less. It. And so that negative feedback that we collect. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to see that YouTube is, you know, has the same um, battle to which fight is, that we do. For which once. is kind of funny because YouTube censors dissenting voices so frequently. So it's interesting that this has kind of pushed them kind of to be more mm -hmm. on our side of things where we're like, hey, no censorship, like, you know, within the legal limit. Um, it's very interesting. Alexa, what do you think about this? <laughs> now, they are censoring when it's uh, about COVID stuff, but <laughs> when it's come to really censor creator and other production, that is not related with the narrative. Oh, we have a problem there. Yeah. Uh, we will speak out for that. Uh, what about like the censorship that happened since the, the, the beginning of the pandemic, where you censor, where you shut a ban, where you change like um, everything for like not showing uh, the video that is related with another narrative? Or oh, that that's that's okay, but I find that a little bit an um, hypocrisy. Yeah. Um, in, facing like YouTube talking mm -hmm. like now we we will raise against like Bill C11 because it's what we should do because we want to protect like uh, themselves uh, creator and pro protector and and themselves because that will hurt mostly them yeah but when it's come with other producer that wanted to show and shed the light on other misinformation, disinformation that have been spread by mainstream media and legacy media. Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> Do you guys think that now that YouTube is like speaking out about this, that maybe the government will 
hear our cries and it'll be enough pushback to maybe stop the bill or change things because it's a pretty sinister bill like it'll literally impact every single content creator mm -hmm. in Canada like that's huge well I think it mm -hmm. goes directly to their pocketbooks like this is a business so at the end of the day YouTube is probably has some panel that has told them we're gonna lose money because like the guy in the video said like people aren't going to be watching and liking videos as much because they're not going to be interested in the content it's going to be pushed onto them so right at the end of the day, YouTube's like, this is going to affect our revenue. And I mean, I'm not really answering your question directly, but maybe because their pocketbooks are on the line, mm -hmm. maybe they will make such a stink that maybe it will actually change. Follow the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's like you said, Alexa, it's like they don't care when it's just a fringe minority of people who um, want to know the truth about certain medical interventions I'm gonna <laughs> say that. Um, they don't care but when it when it's like oh actually every single uh user on youtube will be given i mean canadian user on youtube will be given content mm -hmm. that they're not really interested in and promoted things that they're like okay cool i guess like it's yeah. gonna hurt them financially so yes to yeah. answer your question in a very roundabout way yeah alexa do you think that there will be positive change from this but for me, like, you know, Bill C-11 and other bill are, it's been a while that we are talking about. And everybody is talking about now because it's getting more and more closer to be accepted and to be approved mm -hmm. uh, by the parliament. But why people didn't took action way before when that bill had been like put uh, straight for the first uh, reading? Mm -hmm. Nobody like was like, okay, I don't see it as a threat. But it's always when it's getting to be approved that everybody's like, oh my God, what we are doing. And now we we see big tech uh, talking out about it. Uh, okay, why you didn't uh, raise your voice when the Bill C-11 have been uh, like yeah. put in place yeah. and That's say a really like- That's a good point. I think it's like hindsight is 2020 almost in a way because it's now affecting them, you know? But it was always going to, yeah. I think it's her point. Like yeah, that's such that's... a good point. Like why didn't they see two years ago when we started talking about this, or was it two years, I don't know, I think it was around that. Yeah. Um, that this would be a problem for them. And now it's like, maybe it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, we are still kind of pushing back here at Rebel News. We do have a petition that you all can sign at stopthecensorship.ca. And I think we have another clip that maybe we could play that kind of uh, piggybacks on this from our new Ottawa reporter, William. Um, producer, are we able to play that clip? In five oh, seconds. Actually, good. Good clip, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good clip. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. fun. William is our new uh, Ottawa correspondent, which yeah. is funny because we don't have we didn't have anyone in Ottawa as of now. Uh, Alexa was traveling to Ottawa to cover a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but it's good to have some boots in, on the ground there. Um, and I think you know you'll see for yourself. But he is shaking. He's like ruffling feathers yeah. on the streets of Ottawa because the MPs are just walking around and they haven't been challenged by anyone because it's all just like. CBC journalists leaving them to have their fancy lunches and yeah, all of a sudden you have a rebel. Egos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have a rebel news reporter putting a mic in their face and they're like, who are you? What are you doing? Yeah, it's funny. So <laughs> <check> it <out. laughs> sir, sir, what did you feel uh, of being the same party as someone that said F you to one of his constituents? <laughs> Will he be fired by Justin Trudeau? Sir, can you answer my question? How do you feel about being the same party as someone that said fuck you to one of his constituents? He should be fired by Trudeau, shouldn't he? 
Sure. Could you explain to me why, how Not Bill right C-11 now. can help freedom of speech? Can, can you explain to me how, how Bill C-11 can help freedom of speech? How can Bill C-11 help freedom of speech? Do you have any idea how he could do that? Where are you from? I'm from uh, here, Ottawa. And my name is William with Rebel News. <laughs> I know. Can you answer my question? Why can't you answer my question? Simple question. Why, why are you coming to me? I'm asking you, how can Bill C-11 help freedom of speech? How do you feel about the liberal MP that said shoots one of his constituents? How do you feel about that? You had a car stopping you can't really walk in there. How do you feel about that? I hope you have a good day. I'm asking you a question. The people deserve to know. She's like, come, sweetheart. It's okay. How'd you feel about the liberal MP that said <laughs> shoots one of his constituents? How'd you feel about that? Won't answer? Yeah, minister? just like a master. Foreign. How'd you feel minister. about that? Yeah, yeah. Men Melanie Melanie Jolie. Jolie. Right. Have a good day, sir. Well, at least you wished him a good day. What yeah. do you think of Bill C-11, the bill that's about to probably pass? Well, I'm hoping it doesn't pass. There are a number of problems with it, especially around uh, potential censorship issues and... Uh, what, what do you think of the fact that Justin Trudeau says that it's going to promote free speech? I don't believe that at all. Yeah, thank you. Hmm. You see, it's only conservative. What do you think of Bill C-11? Oh, it's uh, it's terrible. It's uh, It's freedom of speech. It's a censorship bill by the government. Uh, it shouldn't be supported. So, how do you feel about the fact that you're in the same party as someone that said shoots one of his constituents? Well, I think he apologized for that. Yeah, but he still did it. <laughs> he did what do you think of Bill Bill C eleven? Oh, it's okay. How will, it, how will it promote Canadian content? Promote free speech? It censors speech. Thank you. It will give the government the power to censor speech. Who are you with? I'm with Rebel News. My name is William Diaz. Okay. I'll read the bill. Read yeah, the I read bill? it. And where is it written that? Uh, I, I'm asking you a question. No, how how no. would it promote? No, I'm the journalist. I'm asking no. you a question. How would it promote free speech? How on earth can it promote Did free you, speech? You I'm asking a question to you, sir. You're a minister. Did I answer all the questions? You didn't answer anything about my question. How would it promote free speech? You didn't answer anything. How would it promote free speech? How would it promote free speech? Sir, the Canadian people elected you. Can you give them an answer? How would it promote free speech? Will you be gracious enough to give me an answer, sir? Or are you just going to ignore very, the country? You're very disrespectful. I'm asking you a question. How will it promote free speech? It's a super quick question, sir. All right, thank you for not answering. Have a good day. How can Bill C-11 help freedom of speech? Oh, boy. Well, the full video is going to be coming out later today, but um, the journalist there is William. He's uh, he's young and he's doing an amazing job. He was so he was persistent, in very persistent, but polite. You Imagine know? if David Menzies did that. He'd probably get arrested. <laughs> David Menzies would have been arrested on yeah. site. Yeah. <laughs> Just for being there. I am. Probably I would have been like paper spray or something. Yes, and Alexa yeah, would have been you assaulted. Would have been assaulted. assaulted. <laughs> well, glad you, you would have two gone were not in there. for more, Alexa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just feel like. No, I, no sorry. Go ahead. I just, I, I just try to be like really far away from uh, um, politician, parliament, and uh, police for now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's they fair. have your that's number. Fair. They know. They know you. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> Honestly, though. It's not surprising to me that these people don't want to answer our questions. Like everyone always is like shock, outrage. And it's like, well, 
they've they've shown us exactly who they are. They're hypocrites. They obviously aren't working for us, like the people. Um, it's just it's not surprising, and it's maybe almost sad that I'm not surprised that they're not answering his questions. I find them to be so pompous yeah. in the way that they. First of all, they're like, "Who are you with?" Because it's like, well, if you're with one of our friends. Um, media agencies were going to probably file a complaint against you and maybe they would answer but probably not but they would definitely file a complaint in my opinion mm -hmm. and then when they find out it's rebel they're just like have a good day and then they walk away like they're ignoring a homeless person on the street like these people have no compassion no. whatsoever they're they just and the and ugh, just the elitism and the pompousness just like mm -hmm. you guys are elected bureaucrats you're not supposed like what is that uh, what's his name the the gentleman with the gray hair and the pablo pablo he yeah. looks like he's on vacation in france yeah. like why are you too cool for school he's way too cool like you're supposed to be a public servant my friend like serve the public instead of walking around with your young assistant in your starbucks cups like it's just oh Whatever. I think <laughs> I want to go to on vacation to France is my point. Yeah, I think they've yeah. just forgotten that like our taxpayers fund their wages. Yeah. Like they've just yeah. forgotten that. Sorry, what were you going to say, Alexa? Uh, just for the viewer that doesn't know what uh, William was talking about. So um, one of the constituents of the liberal have saying the private message, fuck you, uh, sorry, fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> um, to answer to a, a message about it was uh, someone who said that uh, she wasn't able to see uh, a dying uh, parents because she was not allowed to travel. Mm -hmm. And uh, he answered with that answer. And I found that really outrageous. And as you see, like, liberal would say, well, but he apologized. What? If it was someone else from another business, probably would be fired at that time for yeah, having saying that to someone. Mm -hmm. And especially, like, it's pay probably by that same person with her tax and yep. get that answer from the, this person. It's probably like one of the most outrageous thing, like the same as when we see like the police hurting people, paying by the same people that they are hurting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's reaching out to her local politician to express her concerns exactly yeah a, a legitimate concern like that would be uh, my parents aren't so old that they're in retirement homes thank god um but if they had been during lockdown and and i'm unvaccinated i wouldn't have been able to see them that would have been a, a huge moral dilemma for myself and it <clears throat> ultimately is at the hands of them saying i can't see my family it's yeah. disgusting mm -hmm. it is and i think our uh reporter um lincoln jay has an interview coming out today with um, this woman. So yeah. definitely go to rebelnews.com and check that out later. Um, yeah, so lots of fun hypocrisy happening within our government. Should we talk about something else? Um, so we have an article uh, from CBC about the House of Commons lifting vaccine mandates. Oh, wow. It's not new uh, news. Another, <laughs> another hypocrisy uh, yeah. because I don't know if you know, but in Quebec, uh, the National Assembly, they, um, what I heard so far, I'm, I'm not sure it's like 100% sure, but like all the MP was um, not obligated to be back for them. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Well, that's but all, just all the people who was working there, that wasn't obligating mandate. <laughs> but for the other, it was fine. Rules for thee, not for me. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, according to this CBC article, government House leader Mark Holland put forward a motion Thursday afternoon to end the mandate, which has been in place since last fall after House leaders from all parties met earlier this week. Um, 
Yeah, it's, I mean, why now? I don't, like, why? And then I guess they still have to wear masks uh, until June 23rd because I guess after June 23rd, yeah. the science changes. <laughs> um, it's just insane. They have to trickle it down so they don't, so it doesn't look so Suspect, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> or exactly. stupid, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it's just crazy. Like, why, just give people the choice to wear a mask mm -hmm. or not. Like, let's, like, the mandates for masks have dropped literally everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like, why, what's the difference here? I just don't, I just don't get it. I, I, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's because the House of Commons, they have more risk to get something there. Oh. Because, you know, it's all yeah. politician there. Huh? Yeah, and they're traveling. <laughs> yeah. They have their special air purifiers. Or yeah, something. yeah. Yeah, they're all over the place. That's who funny. Knows what they're doing with who. Um, yeah, it's just funny that this is all trickling down now after, you know, sane people have been like, well, it's your own health that you're taking into your own hands this whole time one would argue and now it's kind of like in vogue and actually Ezra mm -hmm. said something months ago in a meeting here um and he said a politician is someone who I don't know if he I don't think he coined this but he said a politician is someone who sees the parade walking down the street and then runs up in front and starts waving the flag yeah. like that's kind of what's happening and we you know, arguably see that with the conservatives, conservatives as well like I I personally really like Pierre Polyev and I like what he's saying a lot but critics of him and rightfully so are saying like well where were you a year ago two years ago when people were suffering and, and they're like, opportunists yeah absolutely and that's a politician that's what a politician yeah. does um i don't know it's not I'm, i shouldn't be shocked by it but it's like it's disappointing that we had no one speaking for us other than like fringe politicians like maxime bernier Roman Baber. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. were speaking out, but they were, and, you know, B Belinda Carahalios and Rick Nichols. Like, there were people who were standing up to these um, measures. These yeah. measures, yeah, and getting kicked out of their parties for it. But now, all of, all of a sudden, even the conservatives are like, oh, it's enough, it's enough. And it's like, it was enough two years ago. It was, it was day one. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in the same time, like, one of the um, deputy uh, at the National Assembly uh, here in Quebec, she decided to change party because she was speaking out and everything. Her, her salary dropped of $20,000, I think, Whoa. per year. And as well, she had like all the deputy against her. It was really hard for her. Everybody was like uh, against what she was. She was the only one to raise her voice on hundred and I don't know, like 30 and something like deputy. So imagine like being like, everybody is just turning your back on you Aww. so um, i can understand that probably uh pierre Poliev at that time maybe was not ready like everybody have a time to be ready to speak out i don't know when exactly he raised his voice i think it was before the freedom convoy um it was around the freedom convoy mm -hmm. yeah yeah you make a good yeah. point and and maybe if he you know to defend him he had he spoken up at that time maybe he wouldn't currently be in the top leadership position um, for the conservatives. Like maybe we would have someone like Aaron O'Toole who was like uh, playing by the rules the whole time and continues to where we have someone who played by the rules until it was opportunistic to change. And maybe that's in our best interest maybe because now we have someone who is on our side who actually has a shot at becoming the next prime minister. I just don't think that like changing the leader is gonna change the party. I think it's a party issue. I just don't see, even if he stands by all the things he says, I just don't see how that party's gonna change because they've all failed us. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a, I'm She's not... a bit of a cynic. <laughs> yeah, I'm cynical about all politicians. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like to be a politician is to be someone who, like you said, is opportunistic and wants to be 
like the like want glory i guess yeah i, don't know. I think i think um i forget if it was plato or or socrates but one of them um i think it was plato in in the republic he says that people who end up being leaders of communities are the last people who should be yeah because they're the ones who want the glory and the people who don't want that glory are the people who would be better off running things so it's like you never get the right person so alexa for prime minister yes alexa, alexa oh. for prime <laughs> right yeah. on the ballot well, folks <laughs> I, I speak both language at least yeah you <laughs> do and yes. you're cute and strong yeah. and smart and so badass. yeah so i think mm. you have my, you vote? Have my vote anyway <laughs> Um, I, I think I'm too sensitive for that. I think like uh, if something happened, I would be like, just what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need maybe Canada needs a little empathy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so should we talk about inflation, guys? Oh, Inflation's yeah. killing oh us all. Oh my god, <laughs> killing us all. it's literally killing us all. Yeah. Um, so apparently, according to the Ottawa Sun, half of older Canadians are delaying retirement due to inflation. Well, that's just sad. You work hard your whole life so you can retire, and guess what? You can't. Mm -hmm. You just mm -hmm. can't. Yeah, so this was um, an Angus Reid survey was conducted and like Nat said, more than half of older Canadians are worried about retiring. And apparently um, there's a quote here that 63% of older Canadians were worried about never being able to retire. That's a lot. I mean, maybe they're being dramatic, but my goodness. No, that's a lot. Like, you know, when you get married and you say till death do us part, like now you're going to be saying that to your employer because you're going to be working to the grave. Yeah. It's great. So We're I guess fun. I guess Alexa, the three of us are never retiring. <laughs> but maybe we can find a commune or something yeah. and just camp out and <laughs> farm. I'm ready to retire today. Yeah. So that's <laughs> this is harsh news for me. It's just but sad. Yeah. I think it will uh, as well change a lot of Canadian. Um, as I say, me, I'm always being like really careful because I travel in really poor countries. So I really yeah. realize how we have the chance to have everything so close to us. Like I remember yeah. in, like in Africa, I was chasing water and I was sleeping in a tent and I was washing myself like maybe one time per three, three weeks. I mm. was not tan, I was dirt. <laughs> but when you come back and you drink water from tap water, you realize that, okay, maybe I, I should change my lifestyle to adapt myself to having, you know what? the what I need to be happy and not extra yeah. and I can live comfortable and and it's just because the society say to you like more you home more you're happy and some extra stuff that probably stay in your um, wardrobe for like what many many years because you think you needed it because you saw it and it was looking pretty mm -hmm. but I feel attacked right day, now yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's no, so but true it's though it's no so you're true. absolutely society, right society like keeps telling us to love ourselves and then we'll finally be happy. Keep buying, take care of yourself, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Yeah, like self-care. Go on We've the trip. We talked about this on our show, but like yeah. self-care is literally like, well, you need to spend money for self-care. You need to take time off of work for self-care. You need to go on a vacation. You need to have, like I made an example of, they sell these like little tiny mini fridges that you're supposed to keep by your bed to keep all your night creams in so they can keep cool. It's like, you don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need that. We I don't do, need half. But... Yeah, she needs it and we'll buy her one later. But I think like you're so you're so right. No, you're you hit the nail right. on the head. Like contentment leads to joy. Like when you're just content with where you're at, I think that's when you'll find peace. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's definitely missing in Western society. And I think that's why people are making up so many problems, you know, like about pronouns and stuff like that because they're, yeah. they're they're continually searching for what's going to make them feel better about themselves. And it's just very misled. Mm hmm. But the society told you like, oh yeah, bye, bye. And uh, mm -hmm. we, we begin to be a society that we live 
over what we are capable to do it. Yeah. And now people have a lifestyle that costs really a lot. And now it's the one that suffered the most because the one that take like, you know, uh, they have no car, but they, they still use the, the bus. But the gas doesn't really affect them for now uh, until the bus or the um, transportation rise their cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they will see see it more on the food, but they will make choice on the food now. That's saying instead of buying, you know, uh, some fruit at this price, I would change my natural habit to change and try something else like because it's cheaper yeah and and the my only point in the inflation is the hiding inflation when we see package that you have like example one granola bar less in the box but yeah. you think you buy the same thing but you have less on gram and it's just because um the company doesn't want you to see that you pay more for what you get. Yeah. This robbery. is Have not Have you seen right. the size of granola bars these days? They're like, yeah. they used to be, and maybe because I had little baby well, Like a bag of chips. They're yeah. like half yeah. empty now. And you're like, this is like $5 yeah. or less. Yeah. That's such a great point. Yeah. You know, my dad and I were having a conversation about this. Um, and we were talking about why there was only so few doctors speaking out on mandates and stuff. Uh, <laughs> stuff. Um, and he made a point that because so many people are living paycheck to paycheck, people have so much debt and you literally can't, you don't have the freedom to speak yeah. out. So people were like, well, why aren't, and maybe it goes for politicians too. Like why weren't more people feeling free to say, I, I disagree with these mandates. It's because like they literally have fancy cars and they have a huge house that they, like you said, Alexa, they live outside their means and they have all this debt and all these financial obligations and they literally cannot affa- afford. afford to li- miss even mm-hmm. one paycheck. Yeah. So it's like zip, like debt keeps you silent because you're, and it's yeah. like, kind of like why wouldn't banks and big government want that yeah because then we're way more compliant when they know that we cannot afford to speak out and lose our jobs so i was talking with the actuary uh, here in quebec and he was explaining to me you know uh we shut down the economy we shut down the business but when you print money but you have no production so every production needs to be paid and if you have no production you just get inflating mm-hmm. like so the value of everything get higher because you keep printing but you have no production mm-hmm. so of course same if everybody was like okay everything will go okay we will pay you you stay home it was absolutely absolutely sure that inflation and probably a recession would come and Especially when we we look at, so we all say that it was uh, I don't know how you you call it in Ontario benefit recovery or something from the government uh, when like uh, sir. you were locked down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, if I think in Quebec they calculated how much they give, and um, for that for the normal citizen it was about four or five billion of dollars at the end. But when we look at uh, entrepreneur big businesses we talk about 90 billion of dollars they were giving three quarter of their salary for being shut down this is what hurt the most mm-hmm. um the country keeping like entrepreneur and big company three quarter of them what they they gain uh, on salary but telling them you cannot produce, you cannot do anything. They were able to keep their business open, especially for construction field or anything, but they shut it down for no reason. And now it's everybody in Canada that will pay. It's not them. 
that salary would not change at the parliament. Politicians will always gain the same uh, salary. Mm -hmm. That salary will never be in effect. But a normal citizen, uh, like medium wages are down, will suffer a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of like suicide that will probably come on this uh, yeah. um, big depression, uh, mental illness, uh, and uh, and we have already damage from the lockdown. Yeah on the mental illness yep. so imagine in a couple of days that will as well raise like uh, violence people yeah. will fight for having like uh, what they, they need and money they will probably have more robbery because yeah. people have nothing to make survive their own family what they they they, they are thinking to expect like gas is taxed and it's taxed on tax mm -hmm. hello yeah no and i think like uh, our reliance on foreign gas is def has a lot to do with why inflation is so high because we have the resources here. If the government in the, in the United States and Canada just built the pipeline and we were able to rely on our e own resources, I really think that inflation would be a little more at level, I guess, because we're relying on foreign oil and there's only so much. It's supply and demand, you know, and it's just it's so egregious that our po our politicians don't want to do that because they want to seem like they care about the environment or whatever. It's just, mm -hmm. it's insane. People are suffering. Mm -hmm. And, and we, you know what? No, Every politician, like like in conservative leadership, they were like, we will extract um, the mineral and their natural resources. Hello, Mr. Lego banned that. Yeah. He banned the fact to extract or to produce anything from our province but we have no problem you, bringing uh, it in from somewhere Russia, else yeah. especially places where we ideologically <laughs> conflict like yeah. saudi arabia and russia we're like that's fine we'll take your oil it's sorry to cut you off <laughs> and apparently rent prices are now going through the roof oh, as inflation soars yeah. um so maybe we can talk about that mm -hmm. a little bit there's an article here from i believe ctv news just as a nice little segue um, so apparently an economics professor at Concordia University in Montreal said Canadians can expect to see the rate of inflation increase in the near future as well as in a rise in rent prices. Um, apparently Toronto saw rent prices skyrocket between 2021 and 2022 with average rent price of a one bedroom until a unit in the city at 2133 per month, a 15.7% increase compared to the year before. <gasps> What? That's nuts. And like the our wages aren't going no, up. And we already had a housing crisis before all of this inflation. Yeah. Like people, we like five, six years ago, people were already like, it's so expensive to live in the cities. I I, I don't know what it's like in Quebec. Yeah, Alexa. what's it like? What is it, what's it cost uh, for like a one bedroom there? So I would say like us in Quebec, we have a kind of chance to that. It's not really affecting. It's affecting. I, I would not say that. It's just like, um, I was talking with someone during, I was doing like a streeter and the guy say, you know, I, I left my apartment. I was paying like 700, but my, my, um, owner, the owner of the, the place, uh, ran after me for $1,200. So it's, 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 it's five, like $500 more, mm -hmm. uh, wow. I, I, on the, on the same place, just because he left, because we, we have like, um, a protection on the bell yeah. that you cannot raise uh, your, yeah, your price. Yeah, on the same tenant. We but have if, that as well. Yeah, but if you leave your place, you can increase like the yeah. price as uh, the normal level of uh, the renting place. But here, I, I would say that it depends if you take it with furniture or not. But it's turned around Quebec City, I'm talking. Uh, but around 
eight, seven, eight hundred. It's not, it's not too bad. It depends on how many pieces. But if there. you go, yeah. if you go to Montreal, you can see the big difference. Okay. It's, it's the price is really more high because Quebec it's mostly like student or like you know people work around, but it's 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 not a really industrial uh, place. Right. But we can see in the suburb, like neighbor, price is getting high too. Like people have really a high, a hard time to find place to stay. Mm-hmm. Here, our problem is not, it's not as the price as we don't have apartment. We don't have any place because we have a restriction on building. Yeah. So right. we don't have enough space so supply for the demand. people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like liberals hate construction and and just like um infrastructure infrastructure yeah Yeah. no definitely she she knows how to read my mind i I read her mind (laughs) um yeah it's just insane and the thing is if people can't afford to pay their rent they're never going to be able to afford to buy a home ever Mm -hmm. because all your disposable income is now going towards your inflated rent Mm -hmm. like what are you what are people supposed to do i guess we'll just own nothing and be happy and we'll eat crickets (laughs) i guess uh, yeah we're gonna eat crickets what do you think it will happen well, okay, according to People this article... Will, oh. oh, sorry. No, what do you think? I would just say, what do you think it would happen? Just because uh, some people would not pay their rent right and the owner would have a hard time to get yeah. their money that's happened um historically and it's in, happening here a yeah. lot right now apparently yeah, we talked about that on the show as yeah. well where it's what's it called economic disobedience yeah where people mm-hmm. just refuse to pay rent and um, which is not fair to the landlords either it's not fair to the landlords but some like uh I read that I forget which city it was in the U.S., but I think it was in the 70s or 80s. The rent was at I think it was New York, New York actually. City. Yeah, yeah. And it, the rents were just increasing, increasing like crazy. So people started and there's a musical about it called Rent, which is actually a great <laughs> musical. Um, yeah. But people just stopped paying rent and it actually imposed rent control, which you can argue is not good because um landlords will specifically make your life a living hell so that you leave because yeah. they'll like oh, if you have like a something broken in your apartment they'll just be like that's yeah, on you like they don't they have no um reason to no incentive to actually make your your living space nice, nice experience yeah. exactly yeah. so there's you know pros and cons to that but in that one situation it it ended up in rent control um it's arguable I don't really understand which one's better or not, but it yeah. seems like we need, and I don't think people should not pay their rent because like you said, it's not fair to the landlord. Yeah. Um, it's not fair to people who pay the rent who actually are like, like yeah, law abiding you had four citizens. jobs when you moved here. Um, yeah. Like how does that, how does that help society as a whole? I don't know what the answer is, but what did the article say? The article did say that by the end of this year, we should see like the prices deflate a bit, but I'm not really sure like based on what grounds, like such such an empty prediction, I'm not sure. And also why specifically at the end of the year, is there something we don't know is, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but I feel like we're in a little bit of a bubble. Like I am no financial or uh, real estate expert, but I do feel like prices are so high. Like my dad lives in this reasonably sized house. It's, it's not very big, but the price of it has gone up so much in the past couple of years. And even he was like, this is not worth that like right. it's, it's not mm-hmm. a reasonable um rate for this home exactly so i do think that maybe if and i don't know i again not an expert on this at all so apologies but if the price of homes in a buyer's market go down i would think that rental prices should come down as well but maybe yeah. they don't like maybe landlords are like sweet i'm making a bigger profit like right, i don't yeah. know yeah i don't know we should call in an expert we should call in an expert <laughs> i am not that but 
I just, my, I have my, my own place that I rent and uh, I would say that I'm going with the flow with the, the price of the market. So it's probably the market that needs to go down than the price of the, uh, the, the price that you pay your place. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think it's really related. At the end of the day, you buy a place because you want to rent it and at long term make profit on it. I don't know how many years or whatever, but I, I have something to say, uh, Toronto, what you pay for rent, it's way higher. Like it doesn't go really with the, yes, of course you pay a lot for a place. I think it's almost, sometimes it's like a million dollars. It's just Stupid. Yeah, houses are like 1.5 and they're not even yeah. like when you think million dollar home you think like a mansion oh, yeah. yeah like basketball courts no it's like a bungalow yeah <laughs> it's like a one bedroom. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i i don't know if it, they need to review uh the market or do like a frozen limit a yeah. frozen limit of uh the price that you you can rent a place because right now uh people can put whatever uh, how much they want to rent that place. And that is not good for Doesn't the Doesn't that drive up costs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just a vicious cycle. And it's about to get worse because apparently the world's largest cricket production facility is officially complete, you guys, so we can be poor and eat bugs. Yeah, so they're, they're farming crickets to put into, I think, like meat patties, like cricket, cricket meat food. Um, where is this? So... London, this Ontario. Is in London, Ontario. Oh boy! Mm. So, Aspire Food Group's new plant in London, Ontario, is ready to produce 9,000 met- metric tons of crickets annually for human and pet consumption. Okay, mm. no, Beatrice, you won't be eating crickets. Are you gonna eat? Uh, are you gonna eat them, Alexa? I, I have some fla- flower of crickets. <laughs> I knew uh, it. <laughs> You're I, very adventurous. Actually, no, it's actually a really high protein. Uh, powder that you can cook with on muffin or crepes or bread and it's and really eating high. crepes it, at your house <laughs> it, it, it tastes absolutely nothing they actually transform it as a flower like yeah. uh, uh, instead of white or brown flower you, you use that right in the time like i bought that it's been a while like a couple of years ago and you know at that time the price of just a small pack was so high really because the demand it was uh, was that makes it more there appealing. but <laughs> yeah it just it, for someone who wants to get in shape and uh, feed the muscle and everything it's actually a really good nutriment it's just like people see the bugs as you but it, <laughs> when yeah. it's, it's, it's when it's grilled and put on flour you don't really realize that it's actually bugs yeah i think I, for me it's just it seems like there's an attack on the meat industry and they're trying to replace farming meat via cows etc with bugs and i just that scares me because we've the world economic forums talked about this and it's just like yeah. it's like do you think our politicians are going to be eating bugs no it's just the rest yeah. of us you no know? i hear what you're saying alexa yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and especially if they make it more cost effective for people but i don't like when when WEF people, like World Economic Forum people, are telling us to eat bugs. Then my yeah. antenna go up, and it's like if, if it was like rebels <laughs> like you who were like, "This is actually a great source of protein. It's really yeah. healthy. It makes sense for my lifestyle." Oh, that's a disgusting. Well, that's image. disgusting. Yeah. Okay, but we won't. Don't I would, I would say something like, uh, you know, human uh, should not eat meat every day. We are not made for it, but it's just the society and the rhythm of our life make that we eat meat mostly every day. But we are not carnivore as human. We are omnivore, so we eat a little bit of everything, and we should mix 
with balance yeah. not on yeah mixed with everything yeah it's why like the production can get like at a high point that we we waste so much actually i would say the production is too high and if you look at all the grocery store they throw away most of their stock because people are not buying it and i'm just like why are you doing this like there's a lot of waste should, yeah yeah I think it's yeah. mostly the waste that make uh, the meat industry look bad because yeah, and it's the not factory the consumer. Farming. That's yeah, gross. that's gross. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to go back to the basics for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm probably not going to eat bugs. I might eat bugs if you make cookies <laughs> with yeah, bug flour. Some, <laughs> if you bring cricket cookies to the office, Alexa, I'll eat them. I will I will eat one. But only for you. Perfect. Yeah, only for you. With chocolate chips, please. <laughs> do we have any chats? Maybe we, we should we get to some chats because we only have about <laughs> ten minutes. Yes, we do here. Um, do we put them on the screen these days or should I just read them? Uh, okay. Um, I'm not the best reader. <laughs> yeah, I got, I have them here. So we have $1 from Noble Canadian. It says, uh, one pretty rebel host I can handle, two okay, but three rebel hosts are you trying to make me smitten? <laughs> Thanks for all you do. <laughs> that's oh, cute. that's so sweet. Maybe, it's true. Maybe you should have sent $3. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm one just kidding. for each of us? One for each of us. That's very sweet. Thank you, Noble yeah, thank Canadian. You. <laughs> um, we have another from Fraser, $5. Uh, the three most beautiful and charming ladies on YouTube. Guys, I see a trend here. Wow, that's so sweet. You should watch Misunderstood then, and well, maybe we'll have Alexa on We should on call and this the three Feminine of us Fridays from Feminine on. Fridays. That's so fun. <laughs> you want to take the next one? Oh, yeah. Where is Noble it Noble Canadian again. Oh, Noble Canadian again. Thank you for your dollar. I don't trust any politician that won't answer a question by Rebel. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Why are you so scared? I know. Why are you so scared of like a young journalist with a microphone? Yeah, he's like 17. Like, what's he going to do to you? <laughs> he's a little older. Talk about that. his math homework? Oh, no, he's not. No, he's, he's literally 17. 17. Yeah. He's super young. He's but just going to talk about his math homework or something. <laughs> like, I'm just kidding. He's great. The point, the point in all that is like... Journalists are not important. We are here for just ask the question. Yeah, exactly. And it's their point to make it look good, not us. It's exactly. like it can be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I've said this before. It's like we're only going to make you look as stupid as you make you look yeah. yourself look. You don't want to trick. You don't want to trick anyone. No. And especially in, in situations like that where it's just him walking down the street holding a camera. Like there's not a lot of room for subtle, tricky editing. We don't do that anyways. People always think that. Like that's why they don't want to go on camera with us because it's like, oh, you'll manipulate it. No. People do that. But <laughs> we, we don't have time. We literally we no. pump out so much content in a day. We have a no desire to do that because we literally tell the truth. That's our whole no, business our model. That's our shtick and b we don't have the freaking time or or um, energy resources yeah. to be manipulating every single thing to make you guys look stupid you just make yourselves look stupid by not answering questions so. <laughs> yeah you've yeah. done it to yourself yeah you have i think we have another chat here from adam ottawa congratulations rebels i politics covered william's interview of omar the Ooh. transport goblin oh wow yeah. that's cool thank you for your dollar by the yeah. way adam we appreciate yeah, william that. is killing it he's truly killing it He's just nabbing all those politicians. Oh, right yeah. Nabbing it's good. Them. Like, they're just all, like, going to lunch in their fancy shirt jackets and stuff, and they're not ready for a rebel with a <laughs> with a mic in their face. And it's yeah. funny. I love it. I think they're going to be taking a lot more Ubers around or their, their fancy oh, yeah. Escalades oh, or whatever yeah. they drive. They won't be walking anymore. <laughs> um, we have one from Wrongway54. $1. Thank you. It says, five months after the epic historical trucker protest in Ottawa for a month, has anyone heard any news on the hospitals being overwhelmed with COVID patients? That would be a super spreader event. Yeah, no. No, but yeah. I, I did go to the hospital 
a few months ago, I went to ER and I was talking to the, uh, we won't get into this why, but I was talking to the she nurse, okay? <laughs> I'm okay. And she said I that sound like, like <laughs> yeah, she, oh yeah, it's really like kind of weird. Um, she said that like the, um, there weren't enough beds. And so like hospital patients would come in and they'd ha wait in whatever the middle is between seeing your doctor and like getting a room or whatever. There just weren't enough beds. So people would be waiting for their own room or bed for mm. up to three days. Because of COVID? Uh, no, just oh. because of capacity. So oh. I, I don't know. I like, think that's been a problem yeah. for a long time. Yeah, and it's something our politicians promised they would work on because we were in an alleged. Yeah, like you had to. It, we you were in a pandemic. You could have we built were in a, a pandemic. You could have built hospitals this whole time. They could have, like, ha have any new hospitals been built during COVID because of the pandemic? And, and not just because of the pandemic, but because of the huge gap in the healthcare system that it, it exposed. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. Like, I'll, I know certain hospitals outside of the cities were empty like i know nurses who were like yeah hey how was it mm -hmm. during covid and they were like it was empty because people were too scared yeah, to go ones. maybe yeah what, what was it like in quebec have you had many encounters with the hospital i hope not <laughs> no but I, being I was, shot <laughs> yes <laughs> i was going to say like oh yeah after like the freedom convoy the hospital was crazy in ottawa for for by beating people by the right. police but i'm I was just wasn't joking. because of oh. <laughs> <laughs> but now in Quebec, actually, I was talking with uh, some nurse uh, that was telling me that um, most of the place was empty and um, that some people who came to the hospital first was not for COVID. But because the test of COVID, they have been uh, put in the ca category of uh, COVID, but it was mm -hmm. actually for something else, mm -hmm. not for COVID. Yeah. So it's why... I, and it, afterwards, the the politician, I, I agree with that that they didn't make the difference between the the people who enter for something else. Yeah. But after that, after uh, being positive, uh, that by COVID or for yeah. COVID or, or with COVID, yeah, yeah, with COVID, that yeah. was something that came out like only quite recently in the last About couple of months that were like, yeah, deaths caused by or deaths associated with or like that people they died had with, with COVID, COVID. It's instead completely of different. from yeah. and I saw a correction I think it was in a UK newspaper that was like we previously reported that 4,000 children died of COVID it was what? like 4,000 kids were infected with COVID okay. and they made a little tiny little thing that's at the bottom error. that's a huge error like of those 4,000 kids probably one or two died like right. I, I don't know yeah I'm I think it was like under a like a a couple hundred in the U.S. and obviously it's horrifying. It's obvious, any child yeah, dying no, is of just course, of course, so tragic. But it's different but, yeah. than saying four thousand children yeah. died of COVID. That's terrifying. Yeah, no, definitely. We got another but, chat but, here. Oh no, oh, finish your thought. Finish, finish your thought. Finish your thought. I was just say, saying that uh, you know it's okay if it, the lies come from politician yeah, or from the fine. the good narrative because we can tolerate that. Mm -hmm. But if it's come from from conspiracy theory. Yeah. Oh my God, we're not, we are not believing that. But all the conspiracy theory, most of them have been like, find yep. true. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding, yeah. no kidding. Which one hasn't? Yeah, which one hasn't? I don't know. We'll, well see. The earth is flat. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Pamela for Freedom gave us 10 bucks. Thank wow, you so thank much. You. I live on the Sunshine Coast in BC and our property taxes went up 40%. Wow. Whoa. Therefore, housing prices are up 40%. Single dwelling homes starting at 1 million. Crazy town. You ladies rock. Wow. No, I'm sorry. DC's crazy, that's, though. That's crazy. Yeah. How do you even live? I'm from Abbotsford, British Columbia, and the like. The, to buy a house there in 
like the lower mainland. It's not, it's not nothing special. It's not on the Sunshine Coast. Like, I mean, it's a sweet little town, but like, it's insane how expensive it is for a t- town. Like, you're like, what the heck? I, sh- I could be living in New York City. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to because I'm not allowed. But yeah, I looked up the price of like the market will crash at one point. Yeah. You cannot have a market as high as that. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a bubble. Almost, I don't know anything about real estate, I, but it's a bubble. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I think it was in 19, uh, 19 what? I don't really remember. But at one point. You know that some place we they didn't have any gas anymore. So people who had like big car, they all changed for small car because they were scared to live again this situation where you were going to a petrol station that they were like run out of gas. Yikes. But it's probably what will happen. Or as Here, you know, yeah. I, have you heard that now the the number of people who have been like uh, tore their car because they were missing gas? Uh, have increased recently because some people are just putting ten dollars or fifteen dollars and they think they, they will reach home, oh, but they don't. I do that. <laughs> that's terrible. I'm like, I can make it. I can make yeah, it. Be careful. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so horrible. It just it breaks my heart that so many people are suffering um, in this in this in these circumstances. Um, do you have any final thoughts? Because I think it's one p.m. Yeah. Do you, do you want to oh, take it away, wow. Alexa? Wrap it. You wrap, wrap her up. <laughs> I, I have like some echo of like sibling people, like twin people, who are like talking at the same time. <laughs> but uh, we're here. We're a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, come play with uh, us, Alexa. <laughs> I think I would just uh, run away. <laughs> as, as, as Justin Trudeau, but I don't think Justin Trudeau will have been like uh, running away from Tree Girl. We we'll probably yeah. have smile on that we say, Hello. we are rebel news. And we'd yeah. be like, holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> we could Project Veritas in maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's... Oh, that's good. Okay, we'll yeah. plan. We'll plan. We'll, we'll keep plan this that. top secret because we're live on the air right now. But uh, we'll chat after this. He watches these, of course. Um, So thank you guys for tuning in to the Rebel News <laughs> Daily live stream, which airs every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Um, It was great to chat with you, Alexa. It's been so long. Yeah. Come, come to Toronto. Christmas party. I miss you. Please come to Toronto and bake us cricket cookies, okay? Yeah, yeah probably. And now that we will be able to take the flight. Bye. And trains. Yay. People forget. Couldn't take a train. Yeah, trains are so nice. Yes. Yeah. So I on like Monday, trains. we will resume. Uh, I think it, I believe it's Sheila and Adam. They usually yeah, do Mondays. The talk Calgary a little, show. Talk a little Western stuff. Calgary show. Talk about What's beef. Up? Well, she's from Edmonton, but yeah. Talk about some beef. Yum. Maybe they'll talk about crickets too. Maybe they will. Mm-hmm. It's, it's but, a hot uh, topic. But until anyway. then, guys, have a good weekend. Yeah, great. Stay fresh. Bye.